Hey guys, this is Courtney Mason, and this is the Millennial Dreamers Podcast. Hey girl, hey. Hey guy, hey. Welcome back to the podcast. So excited to be back in your earbuds or in your car speaker or your phone speaker. I'm just happy to be back with you for today's episode. So we're just going to get right into it because this is a topic that I have spoken with friends of mine and associates and I see people talking about it all the time on social media and it is about reinventing yourself. Now, the topic came from a friend of mine, Jonathan Huey. Shout out, John. How you doing? Um, He told me that this would be something good that he'd personally like to hear about. And also because he has a radio show and it's one that he's likely heard of from listeners time and time again. And it's how can we reinvent ourselves while also staying true to who we really are? And the thought comes up because as millennials, we have this imaginary deadline or time clock that society has put in place that you feel that by a certain age, typically 30, that you should have everything together and in order. So, when you feel yourself creeping towards 30 or if you've surpassed the 30 year mark and you're, you know, getting inching closer to 40 and you haven't quite gotten in an area that you truly enjoy or you're just like, oh, this is not I know this there's more to life and this is not what I want to do. You feel guilty if you're not there yet or you're still in a job where you feel like this isn't what I'm put here on earth to do or even if you by society standards have it together say you're married you have kids you're working in um an industry that corresponds with what your uh what you got a degree in in college so you technically have it all but you're like nope still not it still is not what I want to do there's something off I know there's more that I can do and I really just want to figure it out so um I think it's important that we just sometimes do a self-assessment. Okay, like, am I really in line with what I believe to be my true purpose, this elusive purpose? Sometimes we think like, what in the world? How do I even get to it? Well, let's just break it down into layman's term now of how you can kind of reinvent yourself as you get older, as you grow, as you have different experiences and jobs and all those different things, how can you stay true to who you are and also find ways to do something that you love? So <clears throat> first of all, you want to use history as a way to possibly um, lead you in the right direction. So for example, if you are someone who've always had a love for sports, um, I'll use guys, for example, that may have played football in college or in high school, and you got so many lessons, learned so many things, um, developed so many skills from playing football, and you want to do something related to that. Well, you might have gotten to a point where you hurt your knee in college and you no longer can physically pay, play football, but you have the knowledge to teach it. You have the knowledge to coach a team, whether or not you do so um 
on a high school level when you're working at a high school and you're able to teach students or you or coach students rather or you are on a collegiate level and you're able to coach look at ways that you can kind of um take those skills that you've learned from your experiences and then redirect them in some way even if you feel like I have a job I don't necessarily want to coach because that's not where my passion lies that's not where I believe I have the most skills that I do better talking it out among my peers when we analyze games that we've watched high school games or college games professional games whatever you might want to look into ways to be possibly a commentator locally or even their jobs that are available with um, radio stations or you can create your own show or something that allows you to use your voice and the knowledge that you've gained to then um, help other people understand things about sports that um, you understand from your time playing and that you think are important for people to know that those are ways to really reinvent um, yourself and um, not necessarily just yourself wholly as a person but like your career how can I use my talents skills and knowledge to put me in a position to do the things that I love to do because a lot of times we take jobs that we aren't really um, enthusiastic about that don't pique our interest that don't feed us and make us excited to get up every morning and want to do the job we take it because we think there's money involved in it that mean you know there's money involved in anything but um we think that we'll make more money if we go this route but really if you follow the thing that you're most excited about that you're most skilled at that you're most um passionate about the money will come eventually if you start doing things because you're then putting yourself in a position to walk in excellence. When you're excited about something, you enjoy doing it, you nine times out of 10 do that thing at a higher level than you would something that you don't really care about and that you just kind of are doing for the sake of money and for the sake of just having a job. So if you can take something and use it for your benefit, there's possibly some income increase in that. And then you feel much more fulfilled in your day to day as opposed to I'm working this job just to get to the weekend so I can have some days off and then I'm dreading Monday morning because I really don't want to do this. So um, another example, let's say, for instance, it's not something that you're passionate about, like as the football example like you haven't done that all your life but you may have had a job and there was something you were good at like organizing um you're good at it and it it doesn't bother you to do that like you it's cerebral to you to be like okay how can I find ways to make um my work area my spaces um that much more functional and um make it easier for me to kind of like go to work or whatever it's it's something that you're good at and other people take notice of it so they come to you and say hey how can I make my space I love that you're so organized your filing system is great you all of your computer files if we you know the team um, file that we use is so organized it's because of you and you have a little bit of um, OCD and you just kind of like are really good at that maybe you can help by creating some type of guide that will help other people who don't have that skill 
um, become better organized. You could then eat, package that thing together and sell it, make extra income, or you can ask for a job or seek out a job that allows you to use that skill that you've learned in a previous position and say, hey, I know that I'm good at this. I enjoy doing it and I could possibly take a job that focuses primarily on that as opposed to just being able to do this in a small way in a job that I don't like. So that's first and foremost. Make sure that you are looking at um, from a historical point of view what you've done in the past what you've enjoyed in the past what you're skilled at from past jobs um things that you've been a part of organizations you've been a part of what do you enjoy doing what do you like to do and what are you good at Uh, those are always pathways to get you back and so i'll use myself as an example because throughout the episodes of the podcast i want you to understand a little bit about me i know everyone that i that might be listening is not someone that i've grown up with or went to college with or even met um as i travel and move to different cities but it's new people and that's the whole purpose of it to get other people listening and to be a part of the millennial dreamers tribe so a little bit about myself i am um a dancer. I'm an attorney by trade and career, but um, what I've done all of my life and something that I will continue to do, um, God willing, for the rest of my life is dance. And I danced in elementary school a little bit, but it wasn't until I got to high school that I really started to learn more about ballet and modern and hip-hop and jazz and stuff like that but then when I got to college I really immersed myself in it because I was a part of a dance company at Gramlin State University shout out to my Gram fam love you guys but we have um, a dance company called the Urquises Dance Company led by the incomparable Diane Maroney Grigsby and she helped us to understand um, dance in a very different way we were immersed in it because we had to do it every single day after class Um, we traveled a lot and we just had so many experiences so I knew my my love for dance continued to grow but I always knew I was going to be an attorney and that was what I went to school for I was in political science pre-law I knew I would end up going to law school but dance is a part of who I am so once I graduated from undergrad I moved to Atlanta and I joined the Atlanta Hawks dance team I said I'm going to postpone law school for a year and do something that I really love doing so I auditioned for the Atlanta Hawks a dance team and I was fortunate enough to make it I was like you know what it was one of those things where you're like I don't know if this is gonna work out but if it does great I'll move to Atlanta and so it did and that's what happened after um, I finished my first year my dad was like look it's time to go back to law school if you're gonna you know go back to school because you're gonna have to do three years so Let's steamroll towards that. And I was like, all right, I'll go back to law school. But I knew I was like, I need something. I still need something um, to stay true to who I am, which is a dancer. I am a dancer by heart. So how can I reinvent, you know, what I'm doing and myself by keeping that in my life so I took jobs um, choreographing I was part of camps where I had to choreograph for um, high schools and middle schools and elementary school students and I continued to do that you know while I was in law school and even beyond and now a few years ago 
I use the knowledge that I have for dance and the love I have for dance to create a children's brand called Little Miss Dancy Pants. And it is designed to introduce dance to children at an early age. So early as like three, four, five years old, because I didn't have dance in my life when I was that young. It started when I was in elementary school, like fifth and sixth grade but then really in high school is when I really started to get an, a good understanding so now I'm able to use my love for dance my passion for dance and my knowledge to educate kids that are babies and that are younger to have them be influenced and and get a true introduction to the world of dance early on to see if it's something that they would be interested in so that's just a way that I was able to reinvent myself and stay true to who I am by always making sure that this was a part of my day-to-day this is part of my life even if I'm working in a field that is completely um, removed from the artistic world I have a very kind of corporate um, job that is dance is like the nowhere near um, infused in it. But what I've learned is I can take what I know from my dance career and still make it impactful in my life by other means by doing other things. So you want to be able to do that as well for yourself. A last note that I will give to you is never feel that it's too late for you to course correct. You may have gotten down the road and kicked the can down the road doing something that you later within five or six years have decided that this isn't me. This isn't really what lights me up. Like, I don't see myself doing this for, you know, 20 plus years I think that I need to change it up because I don't see myself being happy doing this. It's absolutely okay. I think we allow what we believe society wants us to do, our family, our friends. We let that kind of play into our decision making and not realizing this is our life. You want to be responsible, especially if you have a family and um, kids and other responsibilities like that. You want to make sure that you definitely are putting yourself in a position to to feed yourself and your family and pay your bills and all of that. But it doesn't mean that just because you have responsibilities that you can't live a life that's fulfilling to you. And so I want to disband that and just give a nod to anyone who might be listening, who may be dealing with those thoughts. This is kind of like a, a nod to you to say, it's your life. You don't want to allow yourself to... Um, go many many years down the road before you really put your foot down and say it is okay for me to um live my best life whatever that means to me and it doesn't have to mean that I'm in a job that is woefully um unfulfilling and woefully just kind of um beats my spirit down it's just like you feel like I this is totally outside of who I feel that I am. So just remember that I wanted to just shout that out because um, I've had numerous conversations um, over the past couple of weeks and months and um, it's something that needs to be said. So um, that does it for this week's episode of Millennial Dreamers. Give me your thoughts. Give me your feedback. I want to know what you are doing to reinvent yourself and to stay true to who you really are. Thanks for tuning in. I will talk to you next week.
Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have any ideas you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, send me an email to millennialdreamerspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's millennialdreamerspodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Oh, and hit the subscribe button. Talk soon. Peace. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast